listening to Catnap Dialogues, a show that features narratives from everyday people and their journey towards learning a language. I'm your host, Milo Falcone. Hi, and welcome back to Catnap Dialogues. In today's show, I have a guest from Bhutan. Bhutanese people are among some of the happiest on the planet, and I want to find out more and why. So let's get this language learning experience started. Okay, uh, my name is Dawa, Dawa Jakpa. Actually, my name is Dawa Hadin. I don't, we, in our country, we don't have a last name, like a family last name. So my name is Dawal Haden, but when I came here, they put Dawa Dakpa, like my dad's name. So they asked me if I want to change it or I want to keep it that way. So I, I said, okay, nobody have a last name. So I keep Dawal Haden. I mean, Dawa Dakpa, that's my name now. So, and then I am from Bhutan and I am 32 years old, getting old. And I have three sisters and one brother. My brother is here, he lives in New Hampshire. And I have two sisters back home. And the mom, my dad used to live here too in New Hampshire before. And he went back home in 2014, yeah. Bhutan is in between India and China, and uh, it's a small country, Himalayan, right? We call it like Himalayan or the land of thunder dragon. They said like that. Because we don't have a last name and a lot of people, they don't know their own date of birth. Because if you ask me, when is my dad and my mom like birthday? I don't know. Yes, so weird, right? I don't know my parents' birthday. Maybe they don't know me. My mom don't know my our kids' birthday. Because, you know, back then, they don't give too much importance in the hospital. They don't give you a record, you know, because a small country, we don't have, like, all, like, you keep in the record. So that's why it's one time my mom, my, my uh, sister was telling me they went to census, you know, we had to go to do the census and my mom put all four of us the same date of birth but just a, the um date change and the guy said oh you got you have a same baby all same same month but different date and she said yeah and my sister says like no mom it's not like this you know and my uncle my uncle used to live with us that time he is going to the college so he going to college, he is a little bit educated, he knows our date of birth. So he tells us, no, your date of birth is this, 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 this. And he knows our date of birth, but our parents don't know. Even till now, I don't know too. My mom and my dad did my dad date of birth. Last time my dad asked me to send a vitamin and he asked me like, you know, I am 75 years old. I'm like, oh, okay, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's in our country. Nowadays, it's changed, you know. Nowadays, everybody have a, in the hospital, they put the record. Now, it's very different. They know their own date of birth, kids, parents, everybody. But 
me us we we don't know yeah wow. nothing i think they have like you know book they write it in the book so you know they don't the book they lost they don't keep it all long long time so Maybe I am 32 years old maybe I'm younger I'm older I don't know he give me this data but I keep it <laughs> I, <laughs> I know that's what my husband always say really I say yeah I don't know yeah, even the boy yeah. and girl can have the same name if I am a dawa and the guy can have a dawa too so boy girl everybody name is doesn't matter boy is unisex with all that said I wanted to know how many years she had been in the states and what her migration process was uh maybe it's running 10 years now my dad you know he live here my dad bring me here and i have to go to india you know go to mbc and i have to get like four injection four shots for the disease something i don't know control they said four and i just came here but at first i didn't get my um i didn't get my visa they said You don't know how to speak English. How are you going to America? The the lady in the embassy, she asked me. I said uh, I was very quiet because you know I I don't know what to say, and then she gave me envelope. She said send it back to your dad. I said, I know a little bit how to speak, but I you know I never speak with anybody. I was so nervous, and then she gave me envelope. She said send it back that uh, back to your dad. Don't open, and then that time I was in India. So I called my dad. I called my dad. I said, "Oh, I didn't get it, you know, but uh she gave me one envelope." And then I sent it to my dad, and then after like three weeks, they called me. They said, "Go to oh, go to get the envelope." And then I saw it says uh visa approved. What I don't know what is in the envelope. I never asked my dad. I don't know what they ask. I never speak before. They always say, "Hey, how are you?" I say, "Good." That's all I say, "Good." Good. I I don't talk. It's very shy. Well, that sounds slightly confusing. I wanted to ask Tawa what language she spoke or is spoken in Bhutan, her experience, and how do you get there? Because it is located in the Himalayan region after all. 24 hours. You go from here then you go to Bangkok or you can or you have a choice. You can go from Bangkok or India and then from there you have to take another plane and then you go there is very tiring. to go back to my country <laughs> it's a long flight yeah. and our language is songkha we call our language songkha no we have uh, some people they a, a lot of uh, how you say a lot of uh, different language like dialects. our country no, here is how you say is it dialects like they're not quite the same they're different from yes okay. yes 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 like that I I know few I know uh Nepali Nepali like uh our that our neighbor country one if you fly it's like a one hour and I know I can speak Nepali Tibetan I can understand I understand everything I can speak but no not too good and Hindi our country people speak a lot of different language some people they say wow you guys know a lot of language Like, yeah, because when I came here in uh, New York, I have uh, some friends, Tibetan, Nepali, because, you know, in New Hampshire, I don't have any people, only the Americans and, you know, yeah, only white people. And then here is more like, you know, uh, our country people, they said, oh, you can speak Nepali, oh, Tibetan, you understand? They said, oh, wow, yeah, Hindi. 
Hindi. Ooh, if you if if like this, then I know maybe like a seven or eight like this. Four. Four. Can you tell us which four are? Uh, Hindi, Nepali, and then uh, my mom uh, have another language. Uh, Kingpa is a different one. I can speak that one, and then uh, the um, I can speak uh, Nepali, right? I told you Nepali, Kingpa, and what is it? Zonka. Zonka and what's the other one I forgot. Tibetan, yeah, Tibetan. Little bit, little bit. Yes, our country have like you say, like a different dialogues. Yeah, I I, I can understand. It's important to reiterate that Dawa in reality speaks about eight languages, but she is mostly fluent in about five. She knows so many she forgot to mention she speaks English. So I asked her to repeat again what languages she speaks. Okay, English. Okay, Nepali, Hindi, English, and Tibetan. Okay, better. Okay, but you said English twice though. <laughs> I did. Uh, how come I don't even notice? Okay, hold on. Let me let me say it. Zonka. No, hold on. English, Tibetan, and Hindi. Did I say Hindi? And then English? No, you. <laughs> Why? I said. <laughs> Oh my, oh my goodness. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, is your husband judging you? No, he said, he said, come on. I, I'm coming, coming, wait. No, no, he said, you cannot do it. Uh, where? I, I don't know. I, how I forget? Hold on. English, Hindi, Nepali, and Tibetan, and Kingpa. Okay, better. And, okay. And what? one more. Tibetan. You know right? your native language. <laughs> Zonka. How come I don't know? I say twice. Not really smart. That's why I don't go to school. Oh. My dad said you have to go to school. I said mm, no, just a little bit. Well, I stand corrected. Dawa actually speaks six languages fluently. That means that she's a polyglot, which is a person who speaks or understands many languages. And remember, she understands about eight of them. I wanted to know how she learned all these languages, and here's what she had to say. Uh, mostly, like, not not in the school, like you know, with some like a Hindi. I learned we're talking about with the uh, like watching the movies, and then the other other language like talking with the friends, neighbors, like this. But we never learned in a school. In school, we have English, and then our language. Our language is. Everybody is poor in our our country, like like in the studies. If you say you're gonna write in Zonka or you're gonna write in English, everybody will choose to write in English. It's more easier than our language than writing in Zonka because that language is is very hard. Like if you tell me write the essay right in our language, maybe I will do one two lines. Like I I cannot spell. Everybody fail in that subject, and then in English, everybody will bring topper. Like everybody will bring 80s, 90s, like this. But in in our uh, zonka, our that subject, everybody will bring 10, 15, 20. It's very poor. Uh, it's very hard to write. I barely know how to write my name in my language. It's very hard. I I don't know why, but everybody fail in in our our uh, writing. 
It's very hard. Before, when we go to school, kids are a little bit better, but now they said everybody want to do English. Everybody like only English, English. They said it's more, more worse. Because, you know, I, I, I cannot write. I always fail in this subject. I say, you know, I can understand. It's very under easy, you know, for us to, um, when your teacher uh, teaches us, to answer the question, everything is very easy to understand because you in the same language. But the writing, oh my God, I, I can't. I, I just know how to write my name that our teacher show us. Maybe, I don't know, I forgot, but very hard. Now, I just wanted to confirm with Dawa what her native language was. Zonka. Yeah, my mom speak Kingpa. I never been to my mom's hometown where she born, never been there. She said, you have to walk a lot. So I never been there <laughs> because we watched the uh, movie, TV serial, the uh, TV, everything is TV. Then you learn, you learn the uh, language. If you don't understand Hindi, then you, you cannot watch TV because everything our country, our TV is Hindi, Hindi movie, Hindi and English. We have like Cartoon Network. We watch cartoon from there. Yes, Powerpuff Girl. Yeah, Dexter's Laboratory. Next, yes, yes. Johnny Bravo. <laughs> yes, I was. Mm -hmm. That cartoon is more interesting than nowadays. The kids they have here, you know, it's too much. Next, of course, I wanted to ask the wife if she thought she had an accent. Yeah, I do. No, I have accent, right? That's why, you know, I don't talk too much in the train. Sometimes, sometimes I don't really feel comfortable talking in the train. I'm very shy. I talk very slow. Nobody can hear me. Yeah, I'm very shy. Sometimes if somebody call me or my friend, we talk the same language, then I, I talk because, you know, it's, we talking the same language is more comfortable because somebody call me and say, hey, how are you in English? I say, I'll call me back later. I call you. Don't feel really comfortable. I don't know. I'm very shy in the train to talk in the English. Sometimes I feel comfortable. I don't know. Let's depend what what I talk. I also wanted to know when and where did she first learn English? Uh, in our country, we have an English class. But we, we don't learn much because in the English class also, we always talk in our language, you know, only our language, but they, we know how to write in this one, but we never speak. And then when I came here, I have to speak, right? So, but I, I don't speak too much. Then I went to the high school, I speak, and then I have an English class. But I don't talk too much because I'm over shy. When I, once I move to New York, then I, I talk more. But before, not too much. New Hampshire, not too much. I was very shy to talk because I went there where I live with my dad. So I don't talk with nobody. I'm very shy. I'm still shy too, but I'm a little bit better than the first time. But you guys have a good English, you know, that's why it's good. Sometimes I want to, I talk with people I don't understand. Last time I went to, I, I asked for coffee, you know, in New Hampshire, I went there. I said, can I have one coffee? No, sure. He said, say I can, two times. I said, never mind. I said, I don't want to order the coffee, I said. And I left. Well, that's yes. actually Sometimes my... very shy to talk in the English. As per usual, I asked my guests if they have ever felt different because of the way they spoke English, and this is what Dawa had to say. When I live in the New Hampshire, I don't feel different, you know, and because over there in New Hampshire and the New York is different. When I move here, then I know like 
like immigrants some people have papers some people don't like like illegal whatever it is i you know before when i live in new hampshire i don't know anything like this you know and then i came here i i live here i see some people and then i went back to new hampshire i don't feel comfortable <laughs> everybody looking at me i don't feel comfortable that's why i don't i don't go too much over there i told my my brother lived there for 15 years you know and he don't like new york he like it over there he is more like an american you know over there he feel more comfortable but now i i live here more than over there so when i go back i feel like everybody looking at me you know even if i talk like so weird i don't want to go back there anymore i don't know because not you don't have not too much asian not too much asian over there also you know because uh over there and then sometimes when you go to the store also it's more like americans they're looking i said i don't feel comfortable i don't know even if i go to the store i see more i don't feel comfortable so, here i i i comfortable here in new york everybody is like us well in the in the new york it's like you're asian no you are coming from your country they don't say you born here they know really? even yeah they don't <laughs> even know you speak if you they see you they say oh you from bhutan you from uh, india you from nepali you coming there and then you know they speak they say oh no i'm born here they say oh they always like this they don't ask you you born here like this they say right away you coming from your country that's why that's what i mean for i say when i coming from new hampshire you know when i when i live in new hampshire i i just feel normal i don't know oh immigrant you this english i i don't know anything when i move to new york then i can see the difference i'm like oh like so it make me feel uncomfortable yeah if you go to jackson high you will find all kinds of food in there 74 street you know you have a tibetan food indian bangladesh nepali whatever jackson high is like when i go over there i feel like i'm in india if you go to 74 it's like it's india now it's a small, small india it is if you especially the small china uh, chinese <laughs> china Oh huh. long time that one lady was telling telling go back to country but I don't know who there is a lot of people and she is not even american she is a spanish she said go back to country but I don't know who is that everybody is same in the country I just listen to the music because she don't tell individual she telling like eh go back to country so I don't know who everybody is same in there <laughs> even she is a spanish even she is not like american I don't know so weird now as dawa had mentioned Dzongka is the national language of Bhutan since 1971. It originated from Sino-Tibetan families and it is the native language of the largest ethnic group in Bhutan, the Nagapos, which are dominant in western Bhutan. Now, Dzongka is a two-tone language, which means that a word can have two different meanings. And writing in Dzongka is from left to right. Now, Dzongka itself is a word that has two words in it, which translates to language of the fortress. Now, as Dawa had mentioned, Dzongka is a very difficult language to learn, meaning that even their natives have a hard time learning it. For instance, there is a giant difference between the spoken and written Dzongka. It also has a very limited vocabulary. 
and many new words are being added to it every day. What's really fascinating is that Tsongkha is a language that's spoken rather than written, and Uchen script is used. It's the same script as classical Tibetan. And finally, aside from Tsongkha, there are more than 19 indigenous languages spoken. So, it's safe to conclude that Bhutan is a multilingual country. Now that's enough facts. Let's move on with this interview and ask Dawa what language she prefers when she wants to express her emotions. Well, since my son, they don't understand my language, so I have to, I have to speak English, right? No choice. Maybe my, my husband can speak in Spanish to him, but he don't understand my language, so no choice. I have to be in English. If I know or don't know, I have to, right? Because he don't know. Spanish is more important than my language, so that's why, you know, he, we teach Spanish because it's later on he needed the Spanish more than my language. So that's why we taking Spanish like an important. And then if he can, Chinese, he always say, my dad is Spanish and my mom is Chinese. I said, no, I'm not Chinese. I said, no, China. <laughs> he always say, I said, no, Bhutan. He said, oh, okay. China, he always said, yeah. My dad is Spanish and my mom is Chinese. Now, aside from their very fascinating language, I wanted to ask Dawa if she had any closing remarks or comments about Bhutan. Our country have a king, right? No lot of country have a king. Our country have a king and king have a four wife. Four wife is all sister. No, but he said, they said, I, I hear the story. I hear the story that back then the the queens, right? The queen was very poor, and the mom. I think the the mom have eight eight girls, something like that, and they are very very poor, you know. And and the king king decided to marry. They, he want to marry all, but some the sister they don't want to marry. He married only four because the mom is struggling. So that's why he married like this. That's why I heard the story. I don't know. And then, so he have a lot of uh, kids, lot of prince and princess. But only right now he resigned. Last before three years ago, our king resigned, and he become his son become a king. So now his son is present fifth king our country, and our fourth king that his father become a king when he was seventeen years old. His father died when he was 17. So he had to take over and he became a king at a young age. So, and his son, his son was 24, I think, when he became a king. 24 or 27, I think. And now he is married, he have a king. But our national food is the, we call it uh, emadasi, it's like a, a mostly spicy. Just a, just a peppers and then cheese and garlic, that's it. Emadasi is called spicy. And then in our country, mostly we eat dry. Dry beef, dry pork, dry fish, most are dry. King Jikme Singe Wanchuk, his son, his name is Geser, Geser Wanchuk. And he have a lot of king and uh, prince and princess. I don't know a lot. Only the him, the present king and his brother, it's only few I know, but I don't know it's because it's a lot. I think so, right? He have a money. He have a he have a servant, I think so, because my dad was in the army. 
and my dad is a cook. When in the army, some people who can cook or a gardener, and then you can go to the uh, king. That if you are good, the king pick you to work for him. So my dad, he is good in doing the gardening, and then he's doing a cook, doing cook. So my dad have to work for the fourth king for a long time, and my my uncle is working currently for the uh, our fifth king. He's going with him everywhere. So that's why my dad always say um, when he retired, that my when he retired and he came here, my our king always say, oh, when he went back to the country, the king still remember him and say, oh, he is back. So we are a little bit blessed because we he used to give us a lot of things to eat. Because <laughs> in the army, you have no choice. If you if you are good at doing something, they always pick you and you have to go work for him. Oh, I think my dad said. He worked for the king a little bit, and then after that, he when he finished his term, and then he went to work for another queen. So they, if you're good, you they pass it to the another uh, royal. What royal? Like, like, like a, a, you know, he have a queen, four queen. So you work with him, and then personally, and then you work with the queen too, like that. But not too much, like uh, in a movie, like you are servant, and no, not like this, but. I, I think so. That's my dad. Dad is good doing at the uh, garden. He take care of good gardens. I was curious about Tawa's migration story, though. Oh no, because he got married with the American. He got divorced with my mom. Oh okay. The lady, he, he fall in love, whatever. You know, long time back, he came here. I was small that time, because I don't know too much. I don't know where my dad was going. I know he was going in the bus, and I say bye, but I don't know where he was going that time. You know, because they don't tell me much. That time I was little, and then I came here, and then I was talking with my dad. I talking with my brother, and then they tell me that's how I know. But I I don't know back then. He said bye. I said okay bye. I don't know where you going. <laughs> Big sister and my middle sister could not come here because, you know, uh, they got married. My mom, my dad said they are married. They are good with the husband. He she, he don't want to bring here. He wanna. Them to spend time with the family over there with the husband, so they never came. My dad never bring them here. That's very hard to find the flight back home. I used to live in the city, like you know, crowded all the time with the friends. Over there is so quiet. I told my dad, I want to go to New York. I want to go to New York. He said, No, school. You have to go to the school. The school is important. He said, No, you cannot go. And then one time he said, "Okay, you can go, but then you you come back." I came here for two days. Oh, I like it so much. I don't want to go back. And then I tell my dad, "Can I move to New York?" He said, "No, you cannot move to New York. You have to go to the school." I said, "Please, I have. I want to go." And then when I finish, he said, "When you finish the high school, then you can go back, but you have to go to college when you go to New York." I say, "I promise." When I finish, I came here, never went. I'm stuck now with the two kids. That's why he tell me all the time, you never listen. I, I don't want you to go to New York, but you know you don't listen. So yeah, I'm happy, but sometimes I wish I should have you know do something. But now maybe later on, if my baby gets a little bit big, uh, or if you want to go to my country, it's very expensive. You go to tourists, you have to pay two hundred a day, two hundred to three hundred per day. That's a tourist fee. You have to pay two to three hundred. Think per per uh, per day, no a week, per day. That's why they say 
whoever, all the tourists, whoever come to our country is a region because they can pay a lot of money. Now, here are some reasons why Bhutan is such an awesome country. For starters, Bhutan is the only country in which tobacco is banned. Anyone found guilty of killing a highly endangered and culturally sacred black neck crane could be sentenced to life in prison. Bhutan is one of the last countries in the world to be introduced to television. The government lifted a ban on TV and on the internet only 11 years ago. Now, inheritance is really important over there. Land, house, and animals is generally passed down to the eldest daughter rather than the eldest son. A man often moves into the home of his new wife until he can, you know, quote, earn his keep. Now here is the most important fact. Bhutan holds the distinction of being the only carbon negative country in the world. That's right, you heard that, negative. This is a monumental title to hold. I could probably speak about all the positive things that Bhutan has to offer, environmentally speaking at least. But that's it for the show. Thank you so much Dawa for educating me. Until next time. This episode was edited and produced by me, Milo Falcone, in music by DJ Young and Luke Rambo. Until next time. <laughs>